Welcome to Spiritist Conversations, a show where we sit down with friends to talk about the world through a spiritist lens in an informal, unscripted, and unplugged way. I'm your host, Dan Sisi. You know this. We'd love to talk about ideas and concepts here at Spiritist Conversations. That's how our show started. Friends sitting around talking. But none of these conversations can take place without people. So when we are coming up with new episodes, we try to mix conversations about topics and also give you a chance to get to know some of the great people we have come in contact because of Spiritism. Our hope is that you will make new friends, and new friends lead to great new conversations. This episode is one of those where we introduce you to an idea, but focus more on the people. For this one, we make use of our time machine and travel back to June 25th, 2017, to take part in the 14th Spiritist Family Retreat, hosted in Connecticut. Workshops, activities, plays, music, food, grown-ups and kids. It's just a great event that happens once a year and brings together folks from seven spiritist groups in different states for a day of fun, learning and fellowship. We hope you can feel the great atmosphere and who knows, maybe join in on the fun next time. Are you ready? Let's walk around and talk to some people. The conversations are about to start. Where are we today in the world, Flavio? We are in uh, Stratford, Connecticut, in a beautiful, sunny, and warm park here with about uh, 350 other spiritists from the Northeast region of the United States. And what is this called? It's called the uh, Spiritist Family Retreat. And renewing our effort to bring you some random topics for conversation. We are here live today at the event, enjoying a great evening. It's the whole day. It's a Sunday. It is a beautiful, sunny Sunday in the green, lush park. We've got folks from all different states in the Northeast uh, together. Flavio said 330 or so. And the day is a great opportunity for kids of all age to come together, have fun, play, and talk a little bit about spiritist and ethical and moral topics in general, right, Flavio? Absolutely. This is a great uh, event that's been taking place for the last 14 years, and uh, it's, uh, it's a co-joint effort amongst uh, seven spiritist societies, some from Connecticut, some from New York, some from New Jersey, one for, a couple from Massachusetts. So it's, uh, it's a great, uh, as a mission, collaborative effort of uh, folks coming together to really carry out this amazing event. And that's great. And you might be hearing some noise in the background. And it's a party. That is, it's a party. It is a party. <laughs> it is a party. We're at our park. we got kids running. we got music going. There's a whole effort going on. So you mentioned a lot of things going on. To be more precise, there are 16 workshops taking place today. Anywhere from feeding the hungry, really using our, our you know, yeah. concrete, yeah. physical emotions, yeah. to really stuff boxes, to go to the food pantry. There's those helping in need. Your body is a temple. There's uh, activities for kids, for teenagers, for parents, looking to really help their kids through education and spiritism. 
All right. As you have gathered, there are a lot of things going on at the Family Spiritist Retreat. Let's go out and surprise some of the participants by putting them on the spot about what they like the most about the event. Ready? My name is Maria Mesquita from Benjamin Franklin Spiritual Society in Massachusetts, and I like everything about this event. Well, thank you, Maria. That about sums it all up. But for the sake of getting a better glimpse into how people are coming together and enjoying their day, let's call on some more folks to weigh in. Let's start with Sharon from Massachusetts. Um, what I like most is all the different things that are going on. It's like a 50-ring circus around here. There's Everything's happening. There are softball games. There's football games. I mean soccer games. There's people doing activities of all different kinds at all times. And people are lounging in the shade, and, uh, and the kids are over in the playground. It's just uh, it's raucous. It's fun. Hi, I'm Charlie. I'm from Massachusetts. What I like the most about the Family Spiritist Retreat is the time I get to spend with my brothers and sisters who are not close at all times. It brings us together, and we have a wonderful, wonderful event. Fred Govea from Inner Enlightenment Spiritist Society in New York. What I love the most about the family retreat is the feeling of community. We come together and commune in the simple, honest pure way in the park with family, with friends, eating together, just like the early followers of Christ used to do on so many occasions. That's what I love, reliving those moments. My name is Sonia Christie. I live in Brooklyn, and I go to the Inner Enlightenment uh, Spiritual Society in New York. And I love, I've been coming here for, I guess it's been my eighth uh, I came to the first one, and I love uh, being in nature, with meeting people from different states, different groups. Uh, usually we see a lot of new faces that we see once a year. Not new faces, you know. Um, new old faces. New old faces, right? <laughs> and... Um, and I love being nature, and I love the events, and what we learned, the class is really amazing. Sonia brings up a good point. There was a lot of sharing and learning happening throughout the day. All of the activities and talks were great. To help us get a better picture of how it all worked out, let's ask our friend Regina for help. Regina? Hi, my name is Regina, and I'm from New York, the Mount Vernon Spiritist Center. And one of the things that I like most about this time around is the freedom that we have, uh, especially in the afternoon and the way the activities were organized. For example, in the morning, we have all of the workshops, so everybody has specific things to do. Even the nursery is working in the morning. And then when the afternoon comes around, you have time to actually relax enjoy yourself in the park. You can choose anything that you want to do with your families or with the friends that you have here or the people that you meet. You can play a sport, you can play ball, you can go to the little park. And even those who are at the nursery can also enjoy their time here. Um, and that, I feel, makes all the difference because it becomes a relaxing, enjoyable experience as if we're not like, um, how can I put it? We're not tired, extremely tired after this whole activity, as if, oh, I need to relax after I leave the park. 
this becomes also a learning experience with uh, interactive activity and enjoyable activity. So I really love that aspect of it. Awesome. Thank you, Regina. Question for you, yes. if I may. I see here that you're part of the education committee. What have you done today in the morning? Yes. Such as have you led? I've led one section, and the section that I did was acknowledging the good deeds. So what happens was it came from an idea that one person um, did something. I had a clear memory of something very good they did for me unexpectedly. It was a person that I didn't know that then became a co-worker, and she helped me in a way that I didn't expect. And that was amazing to me, and I felt every time I think about that, it brings a smile to my face, and it makes me like, like a warm feeling in my heart, and I send positive thoughts to her, and I feel like I want to um, do the same thing for other people. So I felt that being grateful is a wonderful thing as part of charity. So what we did was ask the, the participants to think about someone that has gone out of their way to help them somehow, people that they do know or they don't know, remember that experience. Then we wrote a card for them, a thank you card for them, decorated it, arts and crafts, and we did, for those that weren't able, maybe a stranger helped you and moved away, we did a sort of like visualization meditation where we visualized ourselves meeting them actually in this park and saying everything that we wanted to say to them as a thank you and showing them that through them we have even more faith in God and more faith in the presence of God and understand that He is there all the time helping us, sending little angels uh, to help us in moments that we need the most. Thank you so much for sharing. Of course, there were more activities taking place today, but let's get one or two more in there so that you can have a better picture of all the different options that were out there for families to choose from. Let's ask our friend Sharon for help. We're going to do a special guest. We're going to introduce... Her name is Sharon. Sharon, can you tell us a bit about yourself, where you're coming from, and what activity you led today at the park for us, please? Okay, I'm from the Allen Kardec um, Spiritist Society of Massachusetts. Massachusetts, yay! Massachusetts, and I have only been a spiritist for a couple years now. So I'm a newbie, a relative newbie for this crowd here. And That's okay because we don't give out prizes by how oh, long you've been experienced. No, yeah, how far you traveled or anything like that. So it's always fun for me to be in this community. And, uh, and this is my first time at the retreat. Okay, welcome, Chen. Yeah. But you actually led a very interesting session today, which, by the way, I happen to be there present as well. Can you tell us a little bit about what that was about? And uh, maybe any takes from it, from your yeah. perspective. So um, I did a session, and I'm going to do another one called uh, Get Rid of That Grudge. And we use emotional freedom technique, um, it's also called tapping, in order to release emotions that have been stuffed in the body and in the nervous system and help them get out in very safe ways. Uh, people often feel much, much lighter after that and are a lot less crabby. So, so, yeah. Hold on a second. Less crabby is good on my book. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, They're a lot exactly. less crabby. Yes, right. So, can, are you telling us? Are you suggesting that you can actually get rid of those bad emotions that are 
deep inside of each one of us? What actually, the interesting thing is that the emotions are not bad. The fact that we've stuffed them is what's bad. So we were told as kids to you gotta be nice and you can't feel that way and you can't be angry and you can't be sad, et cetera, et cetera. So we stuff them down so that they can't help us learn. So when we release the emotions that we consider bad, when we listen to them, instruct us, it's actually helpful to our spiritual journey. So in the uh, session, they actually may mention something about the ability for us to tap yes. and use the uh, the dynamic to really get rid of those emotions. Right, to Can release them. Can you go a little more detail yeah, on that release. for us, please? So this is, the emotional freedom technique hasn't been around a long time. It started, well, a few decades ago with other names. But now it's being used widely for all kinds of trauma release. Okay. And uh, we use it here at the Spiritus Center to help um, people acknowledge their emotions as part of their development and, and, and tap into them, literally, um, so that they can be honest with themselves, gain a lot of self-knowledge. Okay. And, and, uh, and that will then release their nervous system from being overloaded so that they can let their intuition in. All right, so you mentioned uh, this is not a, a spiritist therapy per se. No, no. How, where does it connect with spiritism in your, in your opinion? In my opinion, I think these two are made in heaven for each other because if we can get people to um, allow their emotions out, it will help their spiritual development because I think there's a lot of interference um, in people being worried about their safety, being anxious, having their minds running and looping. Um, just losing their tempers, all those kinds of things, it gets in the way of our spiritual progress. So I believe that we untie the knots inside us with this. It can only help our spiritual development. Amazing, amazing. So, uh, would love to hear more from Sharon, but uh, we don't have a lot of time left. I have left. some other folks, yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, once again, Sharon, thank you for, for you being here. Thank you for leading that, uh, that initiative for us. So, Daniel Sissi, also here, happened to co-led a workshop. Daniel, back to you. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah, what your, about your, workshop, your session Daniel. was all about? Yes, I had a pleasure or doing two things today. One, working with kids and talking about charity in a fun little circle. Uh -huh. um, but I also spent some time talking to parents earlier today about education and spiritism and spiritist education, which is a topic that is, uh, I think, of course, very interesting because I'm interested in it. So I think that everything else is interesting. Interesting, but I think it's um, a key topic because our educational system is on the verge of a big change. I feel, mm -hmm. and a lot of parents are struggling to understand how they can help their kids succeed in school, how to educate their kids, mm -hmm. and especially for uh, spiritist uh, parents, we're also wondering what is the best way for us to make sure that our kids develop the virtues and that we want them to develop, to receive some kind of moral and ethical or even spiritist um, uh, training, so to say. So we talked a little bit about that. We share some ideas with folks really quick. Um, the session ended quickly because, you know, these are all short and fun sessions. But I also had a pleasure to go out to... Um, this is one of the benefits of being in the park. We went out um, and found another table under a tree, and we talked with other folks for about an extra hour or so, wow. just sharing stories and talking about our challenges and how we can kind of revamp and rework our perspective of education, especially in this changing world of ours. Because the education that you and I received is very different than the ones that our kids are going to receive, and their kids are going to have a vastly different education too. So it was great to um, make sure folks know that just because things are different now does not mean that they're bad. 
There's lots of changes going on, so it's really exciting. It's, it's just great many different topics going on here today. So Danny, I'm also a parent, right? And I'm sure there are a lot of our listeners who are parents as well. Can you give us a 30-second spill? Yeah, How can we as parents help our kids' education? People were hanging on your every word that in that is, conversation. That is yeah. such a, a, a difficult thing to do. I think that the first thing that we want to tell folks is that parents are the first educator. You will spend more time with your kids than any teacher ever will. And so while I understand that we want to make sure that our teachers are doing a great job educating us, it's important for us to know that we have to do our work at home. The other piece I would say is that goes for spiritual education too. We want to send our kids to church or the spiritist group, and that's wonderful. But that will be one hour out of the week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, don't expect other folks to do heavy lifting for you. Don't outsource that which you have, which is most precious. That's great. Your kids, right? Don't outsource your kids. Yeah. Um, and that would be the second. The third one I would say is our old educational systems are changing. So the idea that a teacher knows everything and will deliver everything to our kids is no longer a good model because now you can find information anywhere so it's not about having the information it's about making sense of the information connecting the dots right yes yeah, yeah. so it is okay for us to tell our kids that we don't know things and that we should work work it out and look for them and find that stuff so many wonderful conversations came about mindsets and ways of tackling and explaining to our kids uh, working with emotions uh, we were talking about the importance of making sure that kids especially at an early age um, get really excited about being in school and solving problems together and knowing how to deal with their relationships and naming their feelings. And giving them tools. Yeah. And giving them tools to cope because I think that we can all agree that most of us, a vast majority <laughs> of us, has not learned that from school. And so we struggle with human relationships. Mm -hmm. And that's something that for the next century we got to do away with because even jobs, if you talk about jobs, it's a lot about collaborating and working with other people. So we need to equip our kids to solve their own challenges, their own emotional challenges too. So lots of uh, conversations, maybe we'll make this a topic for another episode that we can talk a lot about that. Um, but just a, a small taste of what's going on here today. We, we have all kinds of things. My name is Rosando Klinge and I listen to Spiritist Conversations. My name is Daniela Sakuyoshi. I am from Atlanta, Georgia, and I listen to Spiritist Conversations. Hi, my name is Teresa from Miami, Florida, and I listen to the Spiritist Conversation. Hi, my name is Claudio from San Jose, California, and I listen to Spiritist Conversation. I'm Marcia from Atlanta, Georgia, and I listen to Spiritist Conversations. I'm Ziza from Cooper City, Florida, and I always listen to Spirit Conversations on my way to work. And how about you? Do you listen to Spiritist Conversations too? Or did you just happen to stumble upon a program today? Either way, drop us a note. We would love to hear from you. After all, it takes many voices for a great conversation. Reach out to us on Facebook and give us your opinion on our podcast. Tell us what you think we should talk about or just chime in to say that you're listening. Who knows? We might just ask you to come on the air with us if you're willing. But regardless, thank you for listening. And now, back to a program. My name is Julio, and we are here with Flavio and Daniel, our good friends. I am uh, from New Jersey, and I belong to the Spiritist group Divine Light. 
And I find this event to be awesome for a couple of reasons. One of them, it's a unique chance for us to get together with the Spiritist family from all over the U.S., especially our friend Daniel, who comes all the way from the West Coast. Worst coast. <laughs> Best coast. No envy, please. And the chance to uh, uh, see my own family here united together with the other people. So this interaction, I believe, it's out of utmost importance for us to grow together. And what you guys have not been able to see, because this is an audio program, not a video one, is that Julio did all of that while pushing his adorable kid on the swing at the same time. <laughs> so thank Lillian. you very much, guys. Thank Bye, you, Lillian. Bye, Talking about kids, we did say this was a family spiritist retreat, right? So let's get our younger members of the family to share with us some of their experiences, too. My name is Daniel, and I live in Boston. And the greatest thing about um, the charity is everybody gets to participate of a game and helping other people. My name is Natalia. I'm from New Jersey, Elizabeth. And uh, the thing that I like is that we can reunite with friends that we haven't seen for, like, years. And we could, like, just have fun, watch plays, and, like, enjoy and find other friends. Thank you. How about you? Who are you? I'm Gabriella, and I'm from New Jersey. And, Gabriella, what do you like most about the retreat? Friends. That's it? Yes. That's great. That's a great answer. Who wants to go next? All right. So tell me your name, where you're coming from, just your first name, and then tell me what you like the most about the retreat. My name is Marlon. I'm from New Jersey, and I like the Family Spirits Retreat because you get to see friends, you get to see family, and it's fun. And make new friends, too. That's wonderful. How about you? My name is Yago. He's Yago. He's my best friend. Say yeah. hi, Yago. Say hi. 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 I'm Yago, and I'm from uh, New Jersey, Elizabeth. And the thing that I like the most about the family spirit um, treat is that we get to see people from other spirits' churches, and we get to make new friends here because they're all family. That's great. How about you? My name is Vivian. I live in New Jersey. The thing that I most like of the family retreat is because we get to make new friends and call Gabby Gubby. <laughs> okay, so how about you? My name is Luigi. I'm from New Jersey. My favorite part about the retreat is because we get to meet other people from other centros, make new friends, and also the food. The food is also nice. How about you? Uh, my name is Bruno. I'm from Elizabeth, New Jersey. And what I like about the most about the Family Spirits Retreat is that we can meet new people, learn, and have a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. So, very fun. And so, is that the first time you guys been here? Yep. For us, yes, yes, for yes. some of us, it's our second For time. me, no. No, for me and you, it's our third. Remember? The well, you guys are getting old, you know that? Yeah, I'm we're 11 years old. Well, he's 12. I'm special. I'm Vivian. I'm eight and a half. I'm a billion years old. No, you're not. You know, she could be one billion years old if we factor in reincarnation. We just don't know. There's a topic for a future episode. But it was too early in the day to strike that conversation with an eight-year-old. Sorry, an eight-and-a-half-year-old. Get it together, Dan. Well... 
The point is, our younger friends were so engaged that they turned the tables on us and asked us an important question. Are you ready? Here it goes. Okay, I need to ask you a question. If you like turtles, say nothing. Okay, I guess you like them. Thank you. Anyway, I think you get the idea. The kids were having a blast. Lots of fun, lots of energy at the park. Don't believe me? Check this out. Warning, you may want to temporarily lower your volume before this. And now, for the kids' opera, I present you the kids' ensemble performing Ah. We put that in there just to make sure you were not falling asleep at the wheel if you listened to the show while driving. But this incredible performance was not the artistic highlight of the evening, believe it or not. There were other plays and a lot of people really enjoying the artistic side of the Spiritist Family Retreat. Take a listen. My name is Maria. I'm from Spiritist Center Divine Light in North New Jersey. And what I liked most about this year's um, Family Spiritist Retreat was that, well, I always like being with people that share the same thoughts and ideas um, and beliefs as I do. This year, I really enjoyed the theater, partly because I was in it, but I always enjoy that part the most because I really like um, I really enjoy visuals and music and dancing. That's always very fun. I also really enjoy listening to people. So, like, not really lectures, but I really like interactive things, sometimes just sitting down and talking to people and not necessarily doing anything, but it still has an impact on you. Hi, I'm Tom Gomez. I go to the Spiritist Center in Malden, Massachusetts. And what I like about today is... Just being with this group of people, it's great. I mean, I, I I thoroughly feel like I'm at home when I'm when I'm at the center and and here. It's it's just a wonderful feeling. Thank you. Anything that jumped out at you today as the best part of your day? Uh, just watching all the activities going on. I'm I'm more of a watcher than I am a doer. But just watching everybody have a great time and. And uh, and also I starred in a play and uh, I got critical acclaim too. So, so Tom was my brother dinosaur at the play. That's right. You guys um, obviously missed here on our podcast, but there was a play today which involved three handsome dinosaurs, I should say, two of which of which are talking to us right now. So, thank you so much, guys, for being the dinosaurs today. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Good job, brother. Yes, there were dinosaurs, right, Flavio? But there weren't just dinosaurs for dinosaurs' sake. These dinos had a message. We had a uh, play in the morning, a dance. Oh, it was so fun. I actually should play a dinosaur. It was an interesting play that really showcased the importance of us being charitable, helping each other. That's the only way for us to really achieve evolution. Plus, that, anytime you can work dinosaurs into anything, <laughs> it's kind of a hit with the kids, right? <laughs> well, it wasn't as great for uh, those of us <laughs> who were inside those costumes on a 96 degree weather, but it was uh, for a good purpose, for sure. I just want to say you made an incredible dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's <laughs> a good you. thing or a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
you were great. That energy level there with the dinosaurs, um, it was wonderful. And I love your mimicking, you know, the small arms of the T-Rex. You did a good job on that. Yes, um, that we, tried. Uh -huh. we tried. Awesome. So Flavio and I are going to walk around a little bit more. We're going to try to find some more people and ask them, what are they liking about the retreat? What else um, they have in mind? What kind of things they want to share with us? So stay tuned. Stay tuned. As you've just heard, there was also music, and not just for entertainment. Let's ask our friend Fred Govea from New York to come back and explain to us what kind of role music played in this family spiritist retreat. Here's Fred. We played for a couple of hours during lunch to set the tone for the background. The vibrations of the music, you know, they reach very soothing elements and they can relax people, they can heal, they can console. So it helps to keep the frequency of the environment very high. And earlier in the day, we had an activity centered around the visits to the hospital and nursing homes we do in New York, which is called Caravan of Love. And it's part of a greater project that is in many places in the United States and Brazil. And it basically means going to the, those places, seeing the patients, hugging them, and letting the music touch their hearts, having a chance to get them to interact, dance if they can dance. And we get so much out of it ourselves. So we showed the folks here how they can implement this visit in their own community. It was a great event made better every year by people like you and me. Some came for the first time this year, some have been coming for a while, like Arnaldo and Helder. And like Helder says, it's about the memories. But let them tell you. My name is Ar Arnaldo Reese, and uh, I'm from Boston, Mass. Uh, and I, we've been coming here for 14 years, 
and uh, we hope to continue until everybody gets old. <laughs> Hi, my name is Helder. I am one of the directors of the Indian Light My Spirit Society in New York. I'm here for the Family Spirit Retreat since the first one, 14 years ago. Um, I think if since the, the third or the fourth one, then from the fifth one, I started being one of the coordinators. And I really enjoyed that. I said, sometimes we need to get together to start put some ideas together to write a book. Because for after 15 years, you have a lot of memories to share. And for sure, that would be a big book with more than 1,000 pages. And what is one of these great memories you've had that sticks to you? I think it's more about the get-together with friends. You have friends from everywhere, sometimes join us from Florida, from Maryland, from Washington, Massachusetts, Connecticut, New Jersey, New York. And that the chance you have to meet and see people you don't see for a long time. It's really fun to spend the whole day together. And as our time together today is coming to an end, we thought we would let someone else wrap things up for us today. Here's our friend Juno to bring us home. So I'm Juno, and I'm from Spirit to Center Divine Light in Newark, New Jersey. And what I usually like most about uh, the family gatherings that happen in June are the ability to meet people from all across the East Coast, sometimes the West Coast. Best Coast? Ha-ha! <laughs> and... Whoa. And, um, and then get to sort of see these familiar faces you see sometimes once a year, but enough to know that there's like, oh, wow, there you go. There's people who are trying to do the same things you are, care about the same things you do, um, and have similar ideas to you. And you kind of uh, grow up with them, even though you're only seeing them once a year. But it becomes uh, a good sort of marking point of your your sort of, I don't know, progress, journey as a spiritist in America. That's, that's a good way to put it. We have reached the end of this spiritist conversation. We hope you got to learn a little bit more about the Spiritist Family Retreat. If you are interested in attending the next one or just want to see the pictures, please visit spiritistfamilyretreat.org or search Facebook for Spiritist Family Retreat. I'm your host, Dana Sisi, signing off with my co-host, Flavio Zanetti, and leaving you with another musical piece from the retreat, hoping you will feel them would love. Spread the love out, come on.
about Cause I have hope in all of us All our souls are filled with love Just look in and open up And fill them with love We all have to be free For happiness and misery Join our hands and eyes above And fill them with love Fill them with love. Fill them with love. Did you enjoy this spiritist conversation? If you did, tell someone about our podcast. We have found that most people have learned about our show through word of mouth. If you can, Please also consider rating us on iTunes so others can find our program too. The more ratings we get, the easier it is for people to find us. Thank you for listening. So long. Join the conversation by visiting our Facebook page or our website, spiritistconversations.org. No one was paid to take part in this broadcast.